Right, so if you now click onto the grey circle beneath it with the, the, the thumb, you'll see that um, how, how I approach that. So what I did was I um, simply um, had a look at the EDI statement uh, and I thought through uh, and I had a look at that statement and I picked out the things that I think are important for this section. So I think from that lovely statement that's been written by the Equality Collective, I think we want to make sure that we're talking to the students about how we ensure that we respect inclusive, in, inclusivity and that we make the learning experiences um, inclusive for all of our students. We make the, the activities meaningful and the participation meaningful. Now that's really important for the online and the blended learning because we know that it's going to be difficult to get social presence and connectivity on online spaces. I also know that I want to make sure that um, what, I, what I produce for students is accessible uh, and that I think about and remove potential barriers and embed enablers for opportunities for learning because I want to make sure that any candidate who comes to my course has the full potential to, to get what they want out of the course. Um, and I'm going to do that by, by listening to and responding to the variety of learning needs um, that uh, are there with, with the, the people that are on my course, the candidates on my Crest course. So what I've done is I've taken... Um, six things that I'm proud of and I've written I'm proud because I am proud of these six things and I've noted them down you you can have a have a look at them um but what I suggest that you do is you think about that EDI statement you think about what it is that you do in your own classroom um that um shows that you respect inclusivity shows that you make sure that the um experiences that your students have are meaningful um, that you think about barriers to learning and you think about enabling enablers to opportunity. You think about how those students that you're working with can have the opportunity to work to their full potential. Um, and you'll, you do all of this through listening to and thinking through how you're going to plan for a variety of learning needs. So your own list, I would suggest between four and six points, uh, comes from your own practice, the things that you're proud of that you've done over the last couple of years, maybe longer. Um, if you're new to UEL, don't worry. These are your, your first principles, if you like. These are the reasons behind the way that you teach. So they come, they're, they're transferable between contexts. Now, if you notice here, I've also put down um, something that I want to establish. So I'm beginning that reflective cycle, even at this stage. But I'm concentrating on the things that I'm positive about, the things that I really want to bring into my online environment. Hello colleagues, I'm going to narrate my way through this reflecting model for you and I'm going to do it um, the seven times uh, that's required for the form. So let me first of all talk to you a little bit about how the blended learning strategy came about. We are being asked by the OFS and by the UEB to have a look and see how the blended learning um, is, is going. 
So like a, a, a pulse check, shall we say. And what we, we, we had a choice. We could either go down the route that UEL has gone down before, which is where um, lots of forms get written. They get sent to QA and to Kelt and to a few other um, service colleagues. Uh, and we have a look and we give um, some advice and it comes back to you. But that advice tends to get lost along the way. So in order for, for this process to be really supportive, um, we're bringing in uh, some students uh, and we're making up a panel. So these panels are going to consist of two academics, one um, UEL staff member who has expertise or is a specialist within one of the EDI areas and that's multivariant so there is someone who has expertise in dyslexia and disability, international students in widening participation and then we have a couple of colleagues as well who've come across from the Equality Collective uh, and we're being joined by one or two students within that panel. Then this panel uh, is going to be facilitated by a member of QAE or, or CELT. So it, the QAE and CELT are not part of any kind of um, of the of the support mechanism. We're simply there to make sure that the conversations are are fair and that the, the students get a chance to speak and that the feedback at the end is organised in a way that we can compile a, a report that's useful to you. So when we write that blended learning strategy, what we need to be doing is we need to be thinking about what it is that the students want to hear. So kind of like a story. Um, um, and so the 500 words are probably less important than a coherent picture for students. So what I suggest is that we use this model that's from positive psychology uh, that allows us to take the experience that we have and the expertise that we have from our online teaching and take that into the blended learning environment. So we start off with the illicit and this is the, the first stage and we, we simply focus on the positives and we think about the strategies that we use in the classroom that work.